0: Hey, welcome to the Geriatric Millennials with Jamie and Beth. (laughs) We are two youngish, oldish ladies. Yes. Today we're talking about friendship. Yes, in your 40s. Friendship in your middle age. Yes. It's not middle ages, middle age. Friendship in the middle ages. We have become (laughs) historians. Uh, I would be the worst historian ever because I don't even remember last week. Yeah, it's fine though. It is. You know, I have these memories that pop up Occasionally mm-hmm. from my life. And I'm like, wow, I remembered. <laughs> Surprising. But <laughs> I was wrong with my brain. I've been taking fish oil, like you said. Yeah.
1: I don't know I if it's helping. There's nothing wrong with your brain. You are just a very present person.
0: I don't think I am. I think I'm very futuristic. Really? I mean, is you that the li- right word? I feel like you I live in the moment. The I do live in the moment, but I'm also tr- always trying to figure out what next thing is on my calendar that's going to be fun. Yeah. But when you're in the moment of like, you're not
1: in your dance class, you know, distracted, trying to think about the next dance class. Right. Mm. Maybe that's not the best thing. Cause I know you're a <laughs> dance obsessed.
0: No, you're right. Yeah, You're right. Like I just, but you're, as the, as the evening winds on, I mean, if I'm not in a class, but say an event, yeah. as the evening winds down, I'm already thinking about the next, like, when's the next one? Cause you've had so
1: much fun. Cause
0: you've been, exactly. pre- yeah. You yeah. know what? This reminds me. We had a conversation at my work, and we were we doing this whole strengths training oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we had to describe like our perfect work day mm-hmm. or our our ideal work day. I described this event and why it was great, and like what I liked about it, and it was like this really super fun day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that the person thought that I missed. The assignment, like I, I, I didn't oh, do it right yeah. because I was supposed to describe like a normal work day. And I'm like, no, that would be my ideal. <laughs> one. Like like if it was like a, a like a party every mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. that would be great.
1: Yeah. That
0: that is you as a person. <laughs>
1: so like anyway, I like that.
0: Anyway, I don't know how I went it. on to that. But anyways, friendship. Friendship. So I have a
1: legitimate question for you. Is when was the last time you made a friend, not an acquaintance, but an actual friend that you might go to lunch with, hang out with a little bit, text with as an adult. Okay.
0: I would like to define a little bit more clearly the difference between acquaintance and friend. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of acquaintances that I would text and I would do that with, and then they would become my friend. Or maybe they're already my friends. And that's... So I I don't understand. I don't know. An acquaintance, I
1: define acquaintance is someone that like you might have small talk with they know a little bit more about you than the average person but they're not going to be one of the people on your must call list for big events you're not probably inviting them to like intimate dinner parties you know if you're having a bigger party you might have them over but not like at the barbecue yes but they're not staying for the after party
0: so you're going to invite an acquaint you're going to invite an acquaintance to the barbecue yeah but only a friend to the after party yeah yeah I feel like you and I have different definitions. So this is going to be a good conversation because I have a lot of people that I consider friends and I would, I would invite them all. I would. I maybe, oh, maybe maybe not to
1: a par- the a party
0: might not be the best scenario for you of like <laughs> no. what I'm are, like everyone's what going are, to the party. What are the, Do I know you? Do I have your number? Does my friend have your number? Yeah. You're invited.
1: Yeah. So maybe maybe for you it's not a party. Maybe it's like an, an area of your life where you would only talk to about it with a friend. You wouldn't talk to it with about just anybody that you've met. Okay. Okay, Jamie's just, everybody's her friend. No, no,
0: I actually do have somebody in mind. I guess I'm making it a little bit more complicated, but it is one of those, I mean, that for me, that is a blurry line. It's a blurry line between acquaintance and friend because I make new friends. I say new friends all the time, but they're probably technically more an an acquaintance. So uh, yeah, I guess it's just hard for me. But to answer the question, oh my gosh, eventually I'll get there. When was the last time I made a friend? Mm-hmm. Just in the last couple of months. Okay. Because of the, uh, dance class, honestly, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. It's, all, it's always coming back to yeah. that this year for me. But well, it's a big community though here. It's totally, yeah. And it's, it's becoming more of that for me. So now I feel like I did make a new friend and we went for a walk together. We went out mm-hmm. for coffee together. We've done, uh, she invited me to her birthday party, like that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and that's so, a friend. Yeah, yeah, that's a friend. And so, and actually we text somewhat regularly now. And that's a new person in my life.
1: I'm deeply jealous.
0: Are her. you? <laughs> yes. Cause I
1: only have like four friends.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, and okay. So do you want to know how that happened? Yeah. I, I So I had been seeing her regularly at class as an acquaintance. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is helping me. And there was one time that she came and she, it seemed like something was wrong. And so mm-hmm. I asked her about mm-hmm. it and Then she, she didn't really want to tell me in that environment, but then later she texted me because I can't remember why she had my number. I don't know. She got everyone's number. She's probably more social than me, (laughs) but anyways, and then we started, Mm
1: -hmm. then
0: she let me know Mm -hmm. like on a little bit more of a personal level, what was going on, like why she was feeling sad or appeared to be sad or whatever. And so, so then there was more of a personal connection. And then, and then in that text conversation, I was like, want to hang out Mm -hmm. sometime? Cause Mm I would like to get to know you better and she was like yes and so then we made a plan there you go yeah. friend date yes mm-hmm.
1: that's nice mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's a uh, a rarity as uh, at least for me as i've gotten older to mm-hmm. like make a connection that's deep enough to actually become friends and move mm-hmm. past just like we should get together sometime
0: mm-hmm. because there's a lot you mean of that to actually do to it. actually
1: do it to mm-hmm. the action of becoming friends mm-hmm. to
0: the well and it takes both people oh yeah and it takes creating space in your life mm-hmm. because dude everybody's got full lives yeah. and like jobs and commitments and routines. Well,
1: and, and in my experience is people find their friend groups and then it's just like, that's their group of friends. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's couples and they're like all in this similar stage of life, you know, raising kids or whatever. And it's kind of hard to break into those circles, you know, when people have been friends for 15 years mm-hmm. and it's a lot of catch up to try and like understand The vibe and the inside jokes and all of that stuff. And I don't know. I've really, I, I'm always trying to break in, like I'll set my sights on someone. I'm like, I want that person to be my friend. Mm -hmm. It sounds a little desperate, but maybe it is. (laughs) And then I'll just tell them like, I'm very, I can be very upfront. This, this has been my, my year of like trying to, um, identify the people in my life that I really care about and that I really, want to have more of a connection with and like being intentional about those connections. I have not done the best job at it, but I did make a giant list of all of... So this sounds horrible, but this is my process for friendship. So I made this giant list of all of the people that I would consider a a friend in my life, an acquaintance, whatever. And I went through and I started putting them into categories. Like who are like my core, my ride or dies, like the people I'm going to turn to first. Because for me, it's like I can't have more than about three of those people Cause those connections are so deep that it's like it takes a lot of energy to maintain. Mm-hmm. And I'm always aghast when I see like a TikTok video or something on social media where they're like, Me and my friends went away for a long weekend and they have 30 friends. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Or the 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 proposals like for people when they do the um the bridesmaid proposals and they end up having like nine bridesmaids, you know, or 12 bridesmaids. And I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. Like I don't think I could put 12 people together in a real way. Like I mean I could yeah. put 12 people together, but it wouldn't be that that closeness. So anyway, just Yeah. It's amazing to me. So I made this list so I had like who are who's my inner circle? Like these are my inner circle people. Here's like my close friends. Here's like my ring of like friends that are like I can hang out anytime and then here's like my acquaintances. And I looked at that and I'm like who needs to be like Elevated and like promoted Mm. into different circles. Moved into different Mm -hmm. circles. Interesting. Yeah. Because it helped me to focus on like, okay, who do I need to invest my time in and like Mm -hmm. reach out through text and whatever to try and like foster those relationships because.
0: Good for you. I feel like that's a really good like conscious practice to actually think about that and take time to actually write it down. I don't, I've never done that. Oh,
1: it's really, it's actually, it was very eye-opening to see how I really viewed people after I like wrote it down and put them into a slot Mm -hmm. because it's like people I thought were inner circle. I was like, oh, you're really not because thinking about the conversations we have and the commitment and time that we're putting in together, it's like, oh, it's not really there. And it was just a really, uh, I won't say fun, but it was an interesting exercise to just kind of see where I was at with my friends yeah. from my side, you know, yeah. it's from my perspective. So some people are like, Beth, I'm not in your center core person. <laughs> we are acquaintances. We've met two times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But I don't know. I think that friendship is kind of challenging as I've gotten older. It's been harder to like maintain strong friendships with like as many people as I did like in my twenties. Mm-hmm. So it's just something I'm being mindful of.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. and I'm continually making new friends. I really mm-hmm. do feel like that. And I, and I, I just love it. I love making friends and I love having friends, but those groups have, or those friendships have ebbed and flow depending mm-hmm. on the season of life that mm-hmm. I'm in. Right. And yeah. so that's kind of what we're talking about. The season of life as in your forties. And for me, now this is a new season. this forties is a new season friendship wise for mm-hmm. me, for sure, because for the last, like, 12 years, I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm. And so many of my friendships revolved around like children.
1: playdates and hanging out with because kids. Because yeah. I was
0: with my kids 24 mm. hours a day because before they were in school, at least one, if not more, kids. And so, and I'm very social, so I needed to connect with other people. And so what do you do when you have kids? Yeah. You you find other, pe- I found other people that had kids mm-hmm. and hung out while the kids could play. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. visit with the other parents. So that was kind of like for a very long season for me, that was a lot of the friendships and the Mm -hmm. ways that I connected with people. But then my kids in the last couple of years, my youngest went to school. And so that created some space in my life. And I was like, oh, like it's not the same now. Mm -hmm. It's not the same because I'm not like, let's go to open gym uh, and sending out a text to the other mom friends with kids so that we can visit while our kids play. Yeah. It's like, I have no reason to go to open gym. <laughs> Y'all can go well, to open gym without me because yeah. I'm not going to open gym. Now I'm like, I don't want to do st- I'm not doing stuff with k- little kids. <laughs> it's like a new world, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I found friendships kind of changed and shifted mm-hmm. as my kids' season of life has.
1: Yeah. It's almost like sometimes you get into those situations. It's like the people you grow up with and around in like middle school, elementary school, high school. And it's like, oh, we're friends because we're going to school together and we've seen each other every day for the last eight years. And then all of a sudden, like you're off in the world and it's just like a lot of those fall away.
0: Right. Because you're if you're forced to spend time yeah. with each other, it, then it's easy. It's convenient. Yeah. But once those forced times or natural times fall away. It really takes an effort. It's so much effort.
1: It's it's beyond. And for me, it's been really challenging because I, especially when I was younger, I've gotten over it as I've gotten older, but I just, when I become friends with somebody, I'm like, we're going to be friends for life and we're just going to be besties. And it's like not in a weird codependent way, but just like I just Genuinely, like when I bring someone into my life, I love them and I care about them. This always bit me in the butt in youth ministry because kids come through. And so you're, you know, building relationships with parents and kids and people, and then that season ends and then you literally never hear from them again. And you're like, but we were we were friends, you know, even though you're not. Uh, (laughs) But it just, that happened to me where I had to just take a breath and be like, are we really friends or is this just comfortable? Is this just a pattern? Is this just something we're used to, but we're not really like, in a relationship that's bringing value to us anymore or, you know, like, I guess I guess what the thing is, like, what is a friend supposed to be? And it's like, for me, it's like, I just want people that are celebrating my life with me and doing life with me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just we're there for each other and in each other's business and that kind of stuff. And um, sometimes that just changes.
0: It absolutely does. And for me, having moved so many times, having to make new friends in a new place and still try to maintain friendships long distance. Fortunately now it's a lot easier. I remember, I remember writing letters mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. really young to my friends. And it's interesting because there are a couple of those friends that I'm, I still would consider my friend today, but we don't write letters anymore, but I, we can see each other on social media yeah, yeah type yeah. of a thing, which social media has changed the changed. landscape. It yeah. absolutely has. Mm-hmm. And apps like, whatsapp mm-hmm. i'm in a whatsapp group with friends that i have been friends with the longest of mm-hmm. in my whole life and because of that app now we are in contact almost daily Wow! i have a group of there's five of us and we are literally in contact daily one of us talks and we keep up with each other's lives because of that app mm-hmm. without that app i mean if i see them Of course, we're going to pick up where we left off. Yeah. But we are in three different countries. Yeah. So I'm never going to see (laughs) that. Almost never. (laughs) And so I'm really thankful for that Mm -hmm. to because it's a really convenient and easy way to to keep up Mm -hmm. and to because you don't have to be engaged in the moment. Like I can just record a message whenever the heck I feel like it and I can listen whenever it works for me. Yeah. And it's not like an immediate thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. a phone conversation Mm because I never talk on the phone with my friends anymore. I know. I never call you.
1: I've only called you like three times and they were all, I was in mass trauma.
0: <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, the phone is still a good tool yes. too, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Seasons of life. Yeah. It's seasons of technology. All of that influences it. Yeah. And
1: distance. And just, again, like I've grown, I, I mean, I feel like I haven't grown as a person at all in the last what? 20 years. I know. I have. True. I have, but I don't see it. Cause you know, you grow over time. It's okay. like, you know, when your waistband expands and you have to get new pants, you're like, when did this happen? Yeah, <laughs> You know, it's like, Oh, I'm i I'm a different person. And I've had friendships where it's just like, we've just outgrown each other and it yeah. wasn't anybody's fault. It just, it just kind of, we just outgrew each other or we changed so much that it wasn't, we're, we're the acquaintances now. So it's like, if I run into you, I'm going to say, Hey, I'm going to be happy to see you, but we're not getting together. We're never going to, you know, yeah. make good on that. Let's get coffee promise. yeah. So I don't know. It's just I for me, I make friends very slowly, yeah, and i'm I'm not out and about like you, Jamie. We know this. like yeah. I make a friend, and I'm like, cool, I'm good now. Yeah, like i if I had three good friends for the rest of my life, I would be fine. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't need to make another friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to not be in that mentality all the time, but (laughs) I'm trying. I mean,
0: I definitely, I feel like I have a lot of, I mean, I have the, you know, inner circles, but I feel like I have like more than one Mm -hmm. inner circle, you know? And I think that um, for me, I do have all these outlying circles too, Mm -hmm. different communities and. Man, when those overlap, I freaking love it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I I love to see that and those connections happen. But I think it's a personality thing too, because I have mm-hmm. a child who's got a couple, like a school circle mm-hmm. and like a church circle and like mm-hmm. a couple different circles of friends. And the thought of those circles overlapping is like terrifying to him. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, no, like I don't want it to happen. And I'm sure there's layers to the reasons mm-hmm. why, but I know that part of that is personality. Yeah. And just what that means as far as like being the one mm-hmm. that connects. The bridge. that can, The mm-hmm. bridge, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, for him at this season of his life, that feels uncomfortable. But for me, I'm like, I want to be the bridge. I want to be the bridge. Yes. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I don't I, know. That's
1: what I, I think that's what like draws me to you a little bit is that you are such a good, like you could party every day. I really think that you could go to a different event every night. You could, you know, you might need one night off to get catch up on rest, but you would be like, oh, we're doing brunch on Sunday. We have a thing on Monday. Tuesday, we're going dancing. Wednesday, you know, there's a boat tour. I mean, you would be into it. And I would do one event, and be like, okay, Jamie, I'll see you in a week. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, that's just the difference of yeah. my capability as like a, 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 an introvert that pretends to be an extrovert. Well,
0: and that's the thing too, is the introvert, extrovert
1: mm-hmm. thing
0: and where you get energy from. Yeah. And... I definitely get energy from being with other people. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I, my battery's full in, in one event. And so, okay. yeah, sometimes yeah. that will go for, uh, I had a friend come over the other week and we just had drinks and stuff when we're talking and um, they had like a really big weekend planned and they're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, this, this was it. This Friday night that we got together, this was it. This will fill me up for the weekend. I will not need to talk to anybody until Monday at work. Yeah. And guess what? I didn't talk to anybody until Monday at
0: work. <laughs> I love that. I will say that now that I am mm-hmm. in my 40s, yeah. I do feel like I have a little bit more of a limit than I used to mm. in terms of I don't have to yeah, make friends with everyone, yeah. whereas I used to feel like that mm-hmm. in a way. And now, for example, uh, you know, one of my kids has at a, a sports event mm-hmm. and there's all these sport parents, right, that oh, were yeah. like, regularly seeing each other in the past I would have made more of an effort to connect with all of those parents. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I don't feel that same need at this season Mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. Is that because I'm in my forties? I don't know, but I did notice that because, you know, I, there's an option to go out of my car and sit and Mm -hmm. like talk with other parents. And often I'm choosing to stay in my car and, Do my own thing Mm -hmm. Whereas in the past I wouldn't have made that choice So Mm -hmm. I don't know Interesting changes Well I've noticed As I've gotten Older Or in my
1: 40s Well my late 30s And then into the 40s Is just that My tolerance Is changed And it's like Any shenanigans With friends Has really shifted And the ability to like Protect my own peace Has shifted Yeah And you know I've had toxic friends In the past Where they might've not been toxic to everyone, but they were toxic to me. They were like kryptonite. And it was like, I would hang out with them and I found myself not being my authentic self. Like mm-hmm. we all know I have mean girl tendencies. I like to talk, I like to gripe, but I was finding myself doing it in a way that wasn't my norm. Like, I don't know. I, if you're my friend, no, I've talked about you, but I do it as like a loving sister, not as like a mean biatch. Mm-hmm. It's very much just like, you'll never believe but I love her kind of thing. Or, you know, it's just very like benign. It's not like, there's not any uh, ill intent behind it or like, I hate this person or I'm trying to sabotage them. It's just like when you're, you know, just the day-to-day with our friends. And if anybody's out there, I would never talk about my friend. Yes, everybody does a little bit. Or at least you have the thought of like that person's acting a fool tonight. Uh, But there's a difference between that and like actually like, being mean to a friend or not being supportive or whatever, which I probably could be accused of too. I'm not the best. Um, (laughs) I'll put it all out there. Like I'm not like, you know, I'm not always the one that's going to be first in line to like come bring you a casserole if something's gone wrong with your life. Like I, I, I show up where I can show up. That's what I've learned. Because for so many years, I put the pressure on myself to try and like be there for people, Even when I didn't have the capacity to be there for people and it led to my own, it was to my own detriment. You know, it left me in bad places of like not feeling fully myself or falling into like, you know, having, you know, anxiety or depression and things like that because I wasn't taking care of myself and I was putting others first. And so I just started putting myself first and I had a breakup with a friend and it Mm -hmm. was really, really hard. And it, it was over the course of like two or three years. And then there was just one day where I was like, we're just not going to be able to come. We're not going to be able to hang out anymore. And it was really painful and challenging. And it made ripples throughout a lot of other friendships, but it was the best thing I could do to protect myself um, Mm. because that friendship just had run its course. And it's not like I even, I was trying to think about like, what happened that was so bad? You know, was there some big fallout? Was there a fight? Because, you know, I watch a lot of Vanderpump rules. And there's a, if you're not watching Vanderpump rules (laughs) right now, it is a trashy, amazing, delicious reality show about all of these people living in Hollywood that have been friends for a year that do infighting and cheating on each other with each other and all this stuff. And I mean, I don't want to live that life but it sure is entertaining to watch. <laughs> and so there's all this drama right now because two of the, one of the main couples, there's been a cheating scandal, which had just broke recently. And so it's, the season is just finishing up in March. So, you know, midlife crisis March, here we go. Um, but <laughs> so it was nothing that extreme, you know, cause it's like, it's easy if your friend sleeps with your spouse to be like, we're not friends yeah, anymore. Yeah. But it was just a death by a thousand cuts of just little things that after a while I realized, you know, I don't think this is the healthiest thing for me. I don't think that I think this relationship is one out of convenience and it's to a place where it's like, not that everything, you know, obviously relationships are give and take and whatever, but it would it was just weird stuff like when you feel like you're not being heard or listened to or you're just a sounding board and you're just you're a placeholder until something you know, better comes or there's something more interesting. It's just like, okay, I I don't need to be a part of that. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know if anybody's ever had to have a friendship breakup, it's the most awkward thing. I ghosted this person, which is not like maybe the most mature thing to do, but it was the safest thing for me to do. And it's like, I've never done that before, which is weird. Like just ghosting someone and it was really challenging and hard. And I realized that I kind of became the villain in the story and I had to come to terms with that. That's okay. Like sometimes you're going to be the villain in someone else's story and that's okay. Because mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to be the like the good person in your own story, like the savior in your own story. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was challenging, but uh, it's been a few years now, so it's less tangy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is hard though. It was,
1: I wouldn't look forward to it. I mean, the only other time that's ever happened was like when I was in, you know, elementary school <laughs> and there was like a fight on the playground and that was dramatic and way more fun than this was. <laughs>
0: Yeah, friendships, it's interesting, like to I don't have the same type of an experience, although I do have I feel like somebody did that to me. Oh <laughs> like totally ghosted. Yeah. And uh I think uh for me it was during the pandemic.
1: Mm.
0: Kind of in the beginning. And I know that a lot of relationships were kind of put to the test or or things came out of the woodwork, mm-hmm. opinions, beliefs, ways of viewing things mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily talk about all the time or notice when you're just friends and and hanging out and having fun together. But then when you realize how different you are, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not every relationship made it through that because both people have to be willing and have a desire to continue their relationship. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really unfortunate, but yeah, I had a friend that just because we had such different views Mm -hmm. on things just decided to cut me off and completely just be like, not my friend anymore. Wow. (laughs) And uh, we didn't have a fight or anything like that, but it was, it was just kind of one of those things that I had to accept and just move on from, I guess. I mean, what else are you going to do? What else? Exactly. I mean, I, I, I have wanted to kind of confront that person and Mm -hmm. clear the air and just be like, what happened? But I kind of, I know what happened. Yeah. In terms of what, what she did, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, why, and, and I and I think I know the reasons, but it's also kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And, but there's nothing I can do about that. No. I mean, I've reached out multiple times, like, hey, you want to do this? want to do that? And she doesn't. So in ways. Wow,
1: that was not my experience. <laughs> like when I was going through my friendship breakup, the person did not reach out in a way uh, that was tangible. Yeah. Like, and that, that to me really, that to me really told me all I needed to know.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: 'Cause it's like it honestly, Jamie, if like tomorrow you stopped returning my text and you're like, Oh, I'm not doing the podcast with you anymore or whatever, I would like use every form. Like, I mean, I blocked this person, so that's trash. But Right, but you could drive to you could have driven you would drive I to my drive. I would house, drive to your house, I would write knock you on the door. An, I would write you an email, I would write you a snail mail letter, I would send you a package that you had to sign for. Yeah,
0: something I yeah. would
1: you know, I would do all the things in my power because yeah. that's how obsessed I am with oh you. My no. <laughs>
0: I was just going to say, I feel so loved. Yeah, but
1: that's because it's like, that's to me, that's like the level that you go to when you care about someone yeah. or you're really wanting to have closure and know why. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I've had friends that we've fallen away and fallen apart, you know, and I've never asked why, you know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you don't need to, like you said, you don't need the well, the, clo- I think the de- closure. I
0: think it goes back to the circles and it depends on like which circle, Yeah, is it inner, inner is it outer? Is it another level? And you know, is it an on the outskirts? And on those outskirts levels, you just kind of are like, huh, okay, yeah. you let it go, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily something you're gonna put a lot of effort into. Yeah. But if it's an inner circle person, <sighs> definitely then yeah. like
1: it's it's yeah. worth it. But I, I don't know. What I, I think what I'm looking forward to as I'm, you know age is not going to stop until we're dead. So whatever. Um, But as this path in middle years continues, I just really want to make the effort where people want the effort. You know what I mean? Where it's like the effort. It's mutual. It's mutual.
0: It's not a one-sided relationship. Not a one-sided relationship.
1: That it's it's mutual, like um, life-giving, you know, that we enjoy our time together. Like I would rather be by myself than to be with somebody that's just that's not enjoying it, you know what I mean? Right. That's just like annoyed or whatever, right?
0: And that's not to say. I think we're on the same page with this. It's not to say that when somebody's going through a hard time, that you're not there for them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, right? Yeah. And so sometimes it feels more one sided if somebody's going through a hard time yes. and you are pouring into them and yes. really making an effort to reach out because they're going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't last forever. No. And if it does, it might be one of those one sided. Toxic
1: friendships. <laughs> friendship. so it's like, okay. I, I, and sometimes with those friendships, too, as I found is like, um, I'm not going to end the friendship, but I'm, this is all I'm willing to give. Yeah. Like I have one friend that's a little bit toxic and just kind of a a lot. And, uh, I, when they, when they want to hang out, it's like, okay, I can hang out with you once every quarter. Yeah. That's all I can give.
0: Yeah. And I think I know who it is. Just um, kidding. No. <laughs> just kidding. Actually, there's a, a lot of your friends that I don't know.
1: Yes. Anywho, so yeah friendship I'm glad we're friends me too I'm, I'm glad we did the podcast so that we could um force ourselves to become even closer friends <laughs> for sure because that totally happened um but yeah I don't and to anybody out there that is a friend that's listening and you're wondering what circle you're in you can ask me I'll tell you <laughs>
0: uh, I, ha- oh, I highly I'm encourage everybody that.
1: to do to do the the friendship test and just see kind of like where
0: where do you put people okay so what about friends that are like, Facebook or Instagram friends that you do really know, but that's like the only point of connection you have with them. What do you think about that?
1: I love it. Like there's people, I watch every one of their stories. I, I like every post. I have one person that I I really care about her. I think she's amazing. I haven't talked to her in years. She lives in a different state and I watch everything i consume all of her stuff i know what's going on as far as her you know what she presents on social media yeah um she you know recently had like a a death in their family and so i reached out you know after years and it was you know just a a, just a quick moment type of thing but i love that stuff because it's just like you don't have to be you don't have
0: to talk (laughs) (laughs) right i know you can just there really is only so much time to to pour in yeah. to each other and like actually get together with yeah. friends. So I do love that aspect of social media yeah. as well, of a way to kind of keep up with uh, what's going on in people's lives as far as they're actually sharing. I mean, it's usually yeah. a, pretty much a highlight reel, yes. but but I don't, I find it very comforting and valuable at times because I mean, not a lot
1: of my friends don't have curated Instagrams. They're not influencers. So they're just posting like their real life and some posts more than other, but, and again, it is just a snapshot, but I, I, I and you know, I still feel connected, which is, you know, that is not real all right. the time. Well,
0: <laughs> but it is nice. Then there's we've talked about this a little bit before too, is when you're following all these people that you don't actually oh, know yeah. in real life. And but then, then you feel like you know them yeah. and you feel like they're your friend. Yeah. But then you're like, it's like they don't know who I am. And and not at I all. <laughs> I've never actually met this person. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know them. And I wonder if anybody who's been listening to you and I feels like that about oh, us do you feel like we're your friends i mean i would jamie would be up i for would it. be up for it. yes i want to i seriously do um beth's like jamie will be your friend not me uh,
1: okay i didn't say that
0: we'd have to meet irl okay
1: <laughs> yeah. oh that's so funny yeah but definitely definitely uh send us a friend request and we'll yeah
0: let's all be friends let's be friends yay Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and would like to support our show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the geriatric millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. So check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.